Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it is, Duke City. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Friday, y'all. Glad to get the week over, are you? What are you? If you're sitting in your office right now listening to us, it is 4 o'clock on a beautiful Albuquerque Friday. The boys are at the ballpark. We're at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. And I'll tell you what, there are very few uh, places on earth that I'd rather be than right here. We got a chill, overcast day, beautiful breeze, beautiful day for some baseball. Might get a little bit of moisture. Supposed to miss us here. So don't don't change your plans. Yeah, just still come. Come out here. Come out here. And I'll tell you what, if you're going to come out here and if you got your heart set on a Thanos bobblehead, you better hurry because there's already a line outside for the Thanos bobbleheads. Wait, wait, hold up. Before we address everyone else, did we get ours? Oh, you know we're getting ours. Okay, just got to make sure. Oh, for sure. Have to make sure. We have to get those media perks. You know what I mean? And I I made a promise to a a friend of the show that I would grab them one, too. So don't fret. You will get a bobblehead. It might have to be mine. We'll see how this goes. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. The boys wouldn't be here without our partners and sponsors, as you know, We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Mobile Studio as we are at the lab today. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days with a cocktail at Hollow Spirits. Monday Night Football, that's at Howie's Sports Page on the corner of Tramway and Montgomery. Yes, I am counting down to that Monday. I'm counting down. Stoked. counting down. We're We're doing our league fantasy draft from Howie's next Monday the 5th. So if you're in the fantasy league, get excited because we're going to do it live from Howie's. Oh, man. You know, that's my birthday. All I, right. I'm going to be in Vegas. Okay, oh. well, you can take your cell phone to Vegas, there can't you? There we go. You? Okay, what, uh, what, let me make sure, make sure what time will we be doing this? <sighs> Five <laughs> Mountain. Okay, that's good. Five that's Mountain. Good. I'll, I'll still be coherent then. And you know <laughs> every weekend we're sipping on that watermelon walk-off by Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodka. Teller Vodka is New Mexico's vodka. Speaking of New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka, we're going to have a little tasting in the 6 o'clock hour. Oh, how, yes. How excited are you for that? Yes. We're going to get a hello. I always love we're gonna it get, we We're going to get some sips of the watermelon walk-off, the mariachi margarita, and the uh, blueberry lavender lemonade, and the grapefruit hibiscus lemonade, and who knows, maybe they're cooking up something else. Maybe we get an early release or an early drop right here on the show. We'll be sitting in the 6 o'clock hour with Chris Lurig of Teller Vodka and Safe House Distilling. It's a Fredless Friday. Fred's not here. <laughs> Lucky for me, I got the best in the biz, the funniest guy in Albuquerque. You know him. He is always on the on-deck circle. Robert Buck D. Gibson sitting in with us. What's happening, my dude? Hey, man, I'm just loving this day. Looks like they're bringing a the tarp out on the field. Right, just in case. Just in case something happens. I ch- uh, as an amateur meteorologist myself, 
I checked the radar. Okay. And it looks like it's going to miss us. You but think so? They're, they're taking the proper precautions. And, you know, they got the whole squad out there. When, when they do the tarp here yeah. at Isotope Stadium, uh, loyal listener, friend of the show, I don't know if you know this, but all these people, they aren't ground crew. Like, I was going to say. This is everyone from the office. This is, you got uh, marketing director Forrest Stolting. I can see general manager John Traub out yep. there. You know, the, All hands on deck. The voice of the lab, Dylan Storms, out there helping pull the tarp. And, of course, the grounds crew and everyone else who's down to help. I even think we see a player out there. Who is that in the, in the outfield? I'm feeling a little guilty because I feel like they could use our manpower as well. But we have a we have a show to run, okay? Yeah, yeah, we're on air. If we yeah. weren't if we weren't on air, you know your boy would be out there yeah, helping. Most definitely. Got a great program for you today. A lot of NFL talk. A lot of shade being thrown in the NFL world. We're gonna revisit the Aaron Donald story and how he's just gonna get away scot free. He's just gonna get away scot free. Nothing's gonna happen to him. We got some young baseball players getting paid. Shaquille O'Neal thinks the earth is flat. I guess he went to Kyrie College. <laughs> Five o'clock hour. We're going to have some isotopes sitting in with us. We'll let you know who's going to sit in with us as soon as that happens. A lot of fun today. We're going to do crosstalk with some of the isotope staffers at 630. So it's going to be a great program. Really excited. What's, what's going on in your world, man? Any gigs this weekend? Yeah, I'm getting ready tomorrow. I'm doing what's called the Road Warriors Show. That's going to be at Dry Heat Comedy Club. And the door's open for that for 8 p.m. So that'll be my second time headlining there. I'm excited, man. I love the intimate venue. I love the, the environment. And, and it's going to be a good time. You guys come check it out. You got some killers open up for you? Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I have. He's by the name of Black Mike and also Luis Powell. And who will be hosting it is my boy A.J. Matthews. So it's going to be a great time. Yeah. It'll be a great time. Those are some killers right there. I've, yeah, seen, I've seen all those guys. Yeah. They're all funny. Let, let, I mean, let's, let's start with Aaron Donald. Because oh, yesterday we broke the news on air. It yeah. happened right before we went on air yesterday. But Aaron Donald went full maniac mode, took off his helmet, started swinging at people. Okay. He didn't get a, a good enough taste of that. Okay. So he took someone else's helmet yeah. and attacked the Bengals with their own helmets. And I'm like, oh, no. Is the NFL going to suspend the best player in all of football? Tom Brady stepped to the side. Aaron Donald's in the house. <laughs> What is the NFL going to do with Aaron Donald? Not a, not a damn thing, man. And, and it's, it's practice. We're Look, talking I'm about not, the game. Not to pull out Allen Iverson, but it's yeah. practice. Trust me, there's been way worse that's happened in practice. And if you look at it as the whole wide NFL has to do anything about this, yeah. you have to watch every NFL practice, all the tapes, all that other stuff. It's practice. This is the problem with videotaping every single thing that happens. Yeah, you're exactly right yeah. on that. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a history of training camp fights, right. practice fights, pregame fights. Like, these are jacked up professional athletes. Right, right. You know, you know the kind of energy it takes to roll with these guys, the kind of the kind of passion it takes to then put they, that helmet and the cleats on and go on the field with all these elite athletes. Then look at the teams. This was the Super Bowl from last year, so there's history there. And then if you take away another team, how many teams fight each other? Correct. Think about that. There's a lot of teammates. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the locker room that we don't know about and we shouldn't know about. That's basically like us being getting in trouble by the FCC when we're off air. That's little, the same thing. That's the same equivalent that I see it. Little did I know, today I learned 
that the NFL has nothing to do with practice. Yep. You have to give the punishment out in-house for right. fracases that happen at practice. So I'm guessing. <laughs> Don't take you long to figure it out. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing absolutely nothing will happen. As it should. It's going to set an unfair precedent. Because what about all these other fights we were seeing earlier in the year? Correct. Like, okay, maybe they didn't go full idiot mode and start swinging a helmet and trying to knock people's helmets off their heads with another helmet. Maybe they didn't go that far. Right. But still, you're going to have to punish everybody who got into a fight at practice if you start now with this new precedent. The NFL doesn't have that type of manpower. And to be honest, they don't care. As long as you're not doing something like what peds or some drugs or yeah. stuff like that during your practice they don't care you have to man your own practice and this is what happens when they put more emphasis on inter-squad practices and not just team practices when they took away that fourth pre-game i mean pre-game preseason game you had to put more emphasis on these practices with other teams it's gonna happen it's gonna happen these guys don't like each other they're practicing every single day they're seeing each other they're talking noise it's gonna be fights there's always going to be fights. And there's like a, an unfair precedent set for another reason. And let me tell you. What's that? Because if there's a fight on the baseball field, everybody's like, woo, go, this awesome. Oh, I love baseball. They're, oh, just, yeah. they're just getting their teams back. Yeah. If it happens on the ice during oh, a hockey what? match, they throw their gloves off, the crowd goes bonkers, the fights always make it on Sports Center. Yeah. But when it happens in football, and I, I know where they're more where they're most protected. Yes, where they're most protected. <laughs> where they're wearing armor. Yes, like knights in old England <laughs> didn't have as much armor on yeah. as people in the NFL have on. Yeah. They're protected. Every single play of an NFL football game is a fight. They fight in the trenches. They punch each other. Right. They spit in each other's eyes yeah. in the huddle. They punch each other in the nuts yeah. in the huddle. Like, I mean, in the, in the pile, in the dog pile. Yeah, that's a crazy huddle if they do yeah, it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's for Aussie rules football right there. I was about right to there. say, that's rugby right there. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's got a great program for you today. When we get back, why do all of Patrick Mahomes' ex-receivers hate him so much? Hmm. The boys are live at the ballpark. It is Marvel Superhero Night at the lab. Going to have a lot of fun with that. We already see some employees dressed up. We got some Marvel shirts already. Uh, my favorite bartender upstairs, Red, she's already cosplaying. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to see who's uh, showing up. What does she up. have on? What does she have on? Uh, it was far away. I couldn't tell. I but believe you... I believe it's a Wonder Woman. Okay. I think it's a Wonder That'll Woman. Work. Wonder Woman or Superwoman. So I'm excited to see everyone cosplaying their favorite Marvel characters tonight. Get in line early. Thanos bobbleheads. Look like this rain's going to blow over, but it doesn't matter. If you need to, bring an umbrella and a rag. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll help you wipe off your seat if it's necessary. But it looks like it's going to be a beautiful Friday night at the lab. When we get back, everyone hates Patrick Mahomes and loves Aaron Rodgers. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are at the ballpark every Friday on every isotope homestand. You get Two Men On live here at the lab. The boys are right behind home plate on the concourse. Beautiful overcast day. Nice little breeze. I am feeling it because you know... 
Robert. I don't do too well in the heat. I can't. I'm too skinny. Like, yeah. I, I can't. I can't sweat for a long time. Well, it's not even that. Like, I'm I, a risk to myself. You you change into a very reddish color. Yes, you, he does. You, in no time. I go pink real fast. <laughs> Loyal listener, friend of the show. I promised you a little football talk, talking Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, but we're gonna push that back because we are graced. With the oh, presence of Mr. <laughs> Everything, you know him every Friday that we're at the lab, Mr. Forrest Stolting. What's happening, my guy? Not too much, man. Just put the tarp on the field, but I've heard that the rain will be passing us very soon, so there should be no delays tonight. Um, we already got plenty of people outside of the gates waiting on those Thanos bobbleheads. They're uh, quite a treat, I'd say. Where'd you hear this weather information from? Is it amateur meteorologist Van Nunley? Is that, is that, where, <laughs> no, this is is that where you this, get this your is, info? This is straight from the source, man. <laughs> the we, real we got, deal. We got meteorologists all across the country. Maybe we can uh, we can reach out to you know. I mean, we're the isotopes. Friend of the show, I got a couple questions for you. Number one, are you a baseball fan? Uh, duh, check you are. <laughs> yeah. Number two, are you a Marvel fan? Duh, check you are. Number three, uh, do you like bobbleheads? Uh, duh, check, you are. We get to combine all three of those tonight as you get to ha- have your love of the isotopes and your love of marble and your love of cosplaying and your love of bobbleheads and your love of forest stulting all wrapped into one. <laughs> Is this one of the most exciting nights of the year here? Oh, absolutely, man. When you're able to combine so many different facets of life in general, yeah. I mean, it's, it's what more can you ask for at the, at the ballpark? I mean... Absolutely. The Marvel Universe is absolutely huge all across the world, not just the United States. So we're super honored to be able to do that and uh, have them come to our stadium. We're going to have some superheroes on site as well, actually. Ooh, nice. Keep a lookout on for for that. I'm not sure who's going to be here, but... It'll be a, a nice little attendee party. Well, well I'm just saying, I, I keep my uh, Black Panther suit on me <laughs> just in case. I'm okay. just saying, bro. We, you can you join the know. party if you, you want. Never know. <laughs> I got a question for you, Forrest. What, who is your favorite Marvel character? Uh, who's your favorite? If you can pick out of all the Marvel characters, movie or not, who's your favorite? I got to go iRobot. Or, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron, Iron Man, yeah. iRobot. Yeah. You're, you're thinking of I'm thinking your, Will Smith right you're thinking, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of your Roomba. <laughs> different, kind of, yeah, different kind of universe right there. <laughs> I have to say Iron Man for sure. Oh, yeah, Just yeah. all the different things he can do. Uh, he, he's about probably the most versatile character, I'd say, in the Marvel uh, superhero universe. There we go. Robert, growing up, I was a big Wolverine guy. Yeah, yeah, me too. But me too. The, the older I get, the more and more I associate with Thanos. Mm. Hmm. Like you got to explain this one. Yeah, because you're more, you're a little scrawny guy. The, the more, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking Hawkeye. I, I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking like his general demeanor. Like oh yeah, every, yeah, yeah. And, oh, and I can see his it. vision for the world. Yeah, I can see that. Every every I time I hear a horrible news story or something, somebody does something stupid. Yes. Like this Pennsylvania high school oh, football team. Yes. I read that. I was like, what in the world is happening in Pennsylvania? Their hazing was so bad that they canceled the whole season. Every time I Good hear stories them, like this, I'm like, we could get rid of half of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I snap my fingers, get rid of half of us. That's exactly what you sound like in the group text. <laughs> Every time in the group text, like, we just get rid of them. Can we just get rid of these people? <laughs> That's a slippery slope from Thanos to another mustachioed character from human history. Uh, whoa. I see whoa. I see what's, uh, what's going on with the squad? I heard you got a new guy in the house. We got Logan Allen signed into a free agent deal uh, today. He is active with the club. 
um, former eighth-round pick of the Boston Red Sox, and he was in two pretty big blockbuster trades in his day. He was in the deal that sent Craig Kimbrell from the Padres mm. to the Red Sox. Then a couple of years later, he was in the three-team, seven-player trade uh, between the Reds, Indians, and um, the Padres, the Trevor Bauer deal, oh, yeah. um, the Yasiel Puig deal. Oh, man. That one. So he has been uh, bouncing around and been in a lot of a high, high-end trades over his career so far. And we didn't even have to give up anything for him. We just signed him to a contract. Exactly. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, no, 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 didn't trade anything to the, the Orioles for that. They, for some reason, released him a few days ago, and we were quickly to pounce on him. Nice. What, what kind of role is he going to play while he's here? Probably a, a reliever, probably seventh, eighth inning guy like that. Um, not quite enough uh, left of the season to get that closure role, I think, because Chad Smith and Zach Lee have nailed those down, I yeah, believe. you're right. Um, but I think he'll slide into that sixth or seventh or eighth inning role. Um, and maybe get a, a save opportunity every now and then if Lee and Smith are down that night. But he'll probably be going the seventh or eighth inning most likely. So tonight, you, we've already talked about it. It's, it's Marvel night. We're, we're having the Thanos bobbleheads. What do the fans have to look forward to Saturday and Sunday here at the park? So on Saturday, we have another fireworks night, which Ooh-wee. is the highlight of all the promotions at Isotopes Park. I mean, what, what more do you want than fireworks? Then on Sunday, we have another bobblehead giveaway, which is our partners at CW. We have a Gus bobblehead giveaway, which is their mascot. If you've seen CW, I'm sure you'll recognize him. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit did not know who that was until Forrest was nice enough to explain it to me yesterday. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you see in, like, cartoon nightmares. Yeah, I'm sure, he's a, yes. I'm sure he's a lovable character, yeah. and everybody thinks he's great. But that's the kind of guy that chases me down a cartoon alley. Yeah, this at certain times <laughs> of the night, you do not want this bobbling at you, bro. <laughs> hey, speaking of cosplaying here, we got another Wonder Woman walking the halls. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited to see everything that walks around here tonight. Like everybody uh, cosplaying their favorite character. It's like Halloween all over again, you know. I guess or, or a preemptive Halloween. There we go. Anything you can get. Hey, these isotopes for us mm-hmm. do not stop dropping bombs. Oh, my goodness. Can, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think they've hit a single all year. It's just all it's homers. It's all home runs. It's all, all dingers, baby. So right now we are four homers away from the second most home runs in a season set in 2008. And then after that, we're only another um, 15 home runs away from eclipsing the all-time team record. Oh, wow. And that was set in 140 games, and we're already – well on pace to shatter that. We'll do that over the weekend. Oh, <laughs> I would for not real. doubt it. Four, four is a shoe-in for the night. Yep. Yeah. That four a game is legit, right? Yeah, 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 hey, pretty much so. What are we averaging, two and a half a game? Something? I think it's about that. Yeah. yeah we are, and right now we're on a pretty historic streak as well. We've hit a home run in 15 straight games, which is one off the pace of the most, the longest streak in franchise history. Wow. It's in 2007, I believe, if I remember correctly. And, and from my knowledge, these aren't just solo home runs either. I'm seeing everything from, from two runs, to three, three runs, and to also grand slams as well. Oh, yeah. So we, right now we have 12, we've hit 12 grand slams on the year, which the MLB record is 14. Wow. Um, and the MILB record, um, at least according to Sabre, the, the research folks at Sabre, which is Society of Professional Baseball Research, um, they said that the minor league record was set in 1995 by the Indianapolis Indians with 13. 
Oh, okay. Ooh, Look at so that. So we are okay. on the cusp of greatness in history, not just in minor league baseball, but all, all professional time. baseball. There we go. If you can get to that 15, if you can hit three more and eclipse in the MLB record of 14. All right, we're going to do that wow. over the weekend, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a big, bad weekend, huh? So, so uh, friends of the show out there, especially my degenerate gamblers out there, what Forrest is saying is log in, log in to Bodog. Bet your house, bet your mortgage that the Topes are going to drop a bomb today. Is that, did I hear that right? You're just going to put his name okay, on that? You're going to put his name on that? All right. My, my, my words, not Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he got real silent. He was, hey, like, my it, mic does not work for that. Check, check. <laughs> uh, anything else before we let you go, Forrest? Oh, man, just Gates at 530 tonight. Um, uh, first pitch at 7.05 against the uh, Round Rock Express, affiliate of the Rangers uh, franchise. God, I hate the Rangers. It's going to be a fun weekend, so come on down to Nice Ups Park to make sure you uh, are part of the uh, historic weekend. You heard it right there. Come down to the lab, hang out with the boys, get here early, get your Thanos bobblehead, and get here early enough to come buy me a beer. Like, I'm, I'm I, getting, I like that. I'm getting I like thirsty. That yeah, I'm getting do, thirsty. Do the, man, right? do the man a favor for once, right? Wait, wait a, switch that to us. Us. <laughs> Make that plural. Us. Us. Beer. There we go. Not Forrest Stolting, though, no. as he will be on the clock making things work here at the lab. When we get back, the aforementioned everyone hates Patrick Mahomes and loves Aaron Rodgers talk. Mm. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. And welcome back to the program program in question would be two men on right here on 95.9 fm and am 610 esports animal hey the radio is not the only way to listen to us robert you could even watch us as we are now on comcast channel 26 um powered by proview network shout out to adrian back at the studio pushing the buttons shout out to super producer michael vital back at cumulus pushing the buttons turning the knobs Given us his hot takes in our yeah. ear this whole time. Yeah, even though tonight is Marvel Night and we're, and, and we're giving away the Thanos bobblehead, we have our own super team that you just named off right there. You so ain't lying. It's we got not just it. us two. It's not just us two. Trust me. What's the opposite of the Avengers? Who are the uh, uh, Hydra? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the factions. Is, is our, is it our depends on which movie you're talking about. Sure. <laughs> is, is our team more Avengers or Hydra? I'm never sure. <laughs> Hey, what did Patrick Mahomes do to everybody? You know what he did? He just talked. He has one of those voices that just gets on your nerves, man. Okay, is that I it? Was, I, I did not know Patrick no. Mahomes sounded like that until <laughs> the very first interview. I was like, who is voicing over this guy, <laughs> bro? But, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't understand his play on the field. Look, my, the team that I love, the team that I'm a fan of, that's our rivals. Um, it's hard to say rivals because they always beat us. Sure. Anyway, we play them at least twice a year. And this guy's outstanding. So to see that the people that he actually made stars, I'm going to be real. Let's, let's talk about that as well. The guys that really ate off his arm went to other teams, got paid more, and they're talking a lot of noise about him. A lot of noise. I don't get it. I don't get that. His voice is weird, right? Yeah, his voice is like a Muppet Baby character. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes makes Tony Gwynn sound like Barry oh. White. <laughs> That's a good one. 
uh, hey, uh, Tyreek, well, are you going to run an out route right here? I don't understand what you're doing. You got to, you got to, you got to yeah. pull, you got to pull back, you got to pull back in on the slant. Hey, he's a, and he's, then, he's then a you great. Do a, you do a double fake, and then you hit the corner for the end zone. They call him a cheat. He's a great wide receiver when he was with us here at the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> like he has like a grovel to it. But you're right. You're dead on, man. The Tony Gwynn. At least Tony Gwynn kind of looks like that's what his voice should sure, be like. Sure, sure, sure. Patrick Mahomes looks nothing like what he sounds like. Yeah, you, you look at Patrick Mahomes, you think you're going to hear like a little, hey, what's happening, ladies? Yeah, yeah there we go. But it's yeah. steady here. Hey, what's going on, girls? <laughs> he's got a little Ross Perot in him. That's what he's got. <laughs> uh, so all of Patrick Mahomes' ex-teammates are throwing shade at him. Uh, the honey badger, Tyron Matthew, right. said Mahomes ain't no Rodgers. Rodgers is the best player in the NFL. It's Rodgers and everyone else. Sammy Watkins, former wide receiver for the Chiefs, said that Aaron Rodgers is on another level of Patrick Mahomes. Devontae Adams said Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. He has the MJ effect. Okay. And I would like to go into that. He's right and wrong at the same time. I agree. But why are all these people throwing shade at Patrick Mahomes? Easy. He is a league MVP. Gotcha. Super Bowl champion. Okay. Super Bowl MVP. All right. He revolutionized the way you can run an offense. He's To me, Patrick Mahomes has a little bit of Steph Curry in him. How yeah. the, game, the game changed a little bit when he got on the field. Right. Sure. He sounds like a hillbilly Muppet, but that's no reason not to like the guy. Well, there's two, two reasons I can say they don't like him. One, you got to remember, I look at it like this. These guys were his teammates when he got that huge, huge contract. Uh -huh. Remember that? Yeah. That contract was out of this world, which is crazy now that we're talking about it. Like, that's like two, three years later. Right. It's not even, you know, top three, I don't think. But anyway, and he he readjusted it down. Right, he yeah. did. But think about it. They're looking at him like this guy, man. He hasn't been in the league that long. They gave him the keys to the franchise. He's got the best contract. And then let's just go to things like his brother. Okay, he's got his brother now. His wife. Okay, they were there. You know, they were chirping. There's a lot of things they had to deal with when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> his, his brother. <laughs> that's a pretty good reason not to like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. His brother and wife are the worst. I feel so sorry for Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to feel sorry for an elite level athlete like a talented multi-millionaire who's had all the success in the world just because his wife and his brother suck but yeah i do pity you patrick mahomes uh your your wife sucks your, <laughs> your brother your brother sucks <laughs> and you have that cartoonish hillbilly muppet <laughs> voice besides that everything's it's, going it's amazing everything is, is great well you know what i only felt sorry for him the first time i felt sorry for patrick mahomes is they were courtside i want to say at a laker game it was a it was a nationally televised ba basketball game uh -huh. and the wife is just going off in, in his ear and you could they were panned on him and he just looks over there and mouths to her, shut the F up. Yes. And did you see yeah. that? Uh-huh. Yeah, and so that lets yeah. you know how – that's probably why he's so great at, at football. That's, that's his sanctuary. He doesn't have to hear the wife or the brother and anything else. The he way goes he, out there and plays football. The way he talks, I really doubt he said the F word, right? Freak. Yeah. Shut hey, the freak shut, up. Shut, hey, shut the heck up. <laughs> <laughs> and look, Aaron Rodgers is the back-to-back -back MVP. 
He Got deserves it. all the praise. Yeah. He is the best statistical quarterback in the history of the NFL. Multiple MVPs, multiple playoff runs. He, uh, only person with a higher winning percentage than him is a Tom friggin' Brady. Right. That's a good class to be in. Aaron Rodgers deserves all the praise for his talent. But Devontae Adams... Comparing him to MJ? Come on now. That's Stop a little it. silly. Stop it. Because first of all, the, his ring is singular. All right? Yeah. He doesn't have the hardware to be compared to, Mike, to Michael Jordan. Plus, if he was Michael Jordan, you wouldn't have left. Yes. All right? Who leaves Michael Jordan to go play with anybody? You would not have you left. You would not have left. You would not have left no. if Aaron Rodgers was Michael Jordan. Right. He may play like him during the regular season. He may <laughs> he may be in an upper echelon. Yeah. But when it comes to getting them trophies, when yeah. it comes to getting them rings. When it counts. And this is hard for me. I the, know. I, the you, Packers I, fan. You see, I got quiet. I'm gonna see yeah. how, I said, I'm going to see how deep so, he goes this, with his disdain <laughs> for his quarterback. I mean, hey, the COVID stuff was ridiculous. Yeah. Lying to the media, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, hey, the punch of karma essential oil enema like right. that's all that well, stuff then when ridiculous. he gets to the postseason he gets very conservative in his play which drives you nuts yes it drives it does. you nuts yeah yep. yes it does and it's going to be even more conservative this year because he's got a bunch of guys on the street to throw to yeah. be got a bunch of madden he's got a bunch of madden 65s he's throwing to yes him, yes you. yes <laughs> there's some solid sixes out here they're gonna have one of the best defenses in football and they're gonna have one of the best running games in football but here they are just absolutely ridiculous when it comes to their wide receiver group. you got to put talent around this guy. And who knows, maybe they see something in Sammy Watkins that we don't see yet. Yeah, but like six games out of the season because he's usually hurt by week four. He catches one. <laughs> he has one good game, Yeah, gets hurt the very next week. He has one monster game, Yeah, then gets hurt, Yeah, then comes back, and he's like, one catch a game guy. Yep, that's him. That's him. But I, 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 I don't know. I disagree with you guys. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to elevate that team. The problem is going to be when it comes to the playoffs. It's going to be the same thing. He's going to do his thing in the in the regular season. He doesn't need a superstar wide receiver. We've seen this before. Aaron Rodgers is polished. He's a legend. He's a veteran. It's just when it gets to the playoffs, it's really going to hurt now because if you did that with Devontae Adams. Yeah, these guys that you have now, it's it's going to be even worse in the playoffs. Hey, who knows? Gonna, Maybe that's why they're going to lean hard on the run. It's going to be ball control. You watch. Yes, you have an above yeah. average offensive line. You know that, Van. And but, uh, yeah, every yeah. every single skill group on the Packers is upper echelon, except for the wide receivers. Like the gotcha. whole team is great. Right. Yep. Is top shelf. Pro Football Focus. Huge. Yep, huge on every single position group for the Packers, except for wide receiver. And mate, Aaron Rodgers had a rich history of elevating the play of everyone around him right. until he got Devontae Adams, and then he just kept leaning on Devontae Adams. He, he, um, here, and I think we got some tech diffs on we're the back. Comcast. We're back. They got us back. Comcast 26. So we're going to go to a break early and try to troubleshoot what's going on on TV. But if you're listening to us on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal, or you're on talkabq.com, or anywhere you get your podcast, anywhere you get your streaming services, we will definitely be right back. Shaq thinks the earth's flat. Oh, my God. When we get back, we're going to hit that subject. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.
Welcome back, Duke City. The boys are at the ballpark. Two men on live here from Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotokes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Having a lot of fun with it today. Excited to see all these superhero cosplayers roll in here as it is Marvel Superhero Night and uh, Thanos Bobblehead Night. Already a line outside trying to get their hands on these Thanos bobbleheads. You know, the boys start their day at the YMCA, and you should too. Did a live remote from the YMCA, saw a bunch of friends of the show, got some great reception out there. I love doing the show from the YMCA, seeing all those great people, all those smiling faces, and we're proud to have them as a partner of the show. And we're any anything that we could do to help the Albuquerque community and help the YMCA and like help the wonderful people at Locker 505, and et cetera, et cetera. We're going to take that opportunity. So big shout-out to the YMCA. We even got you working out there, Robert. Yeah, man. I've uh, been out there a few mornings getting my, getting my jump shot back in the place. You know, it's, it's great, <laughs> man. That's a great facility, though, no lie. That is, uh, it had been a while since I've been there. I actually used to work next door to it, and my, my oldest daughter used to uh, go there while I was at work. But, me going back in there and seeing the new things that they have and the new renovations, it's great. It's great. <sighs> new renovations at the home board. You know, full disclosure, myself and co-host Fred Slow, who is out on assignment in beautiful, historic Durango, Colorado, as we are having a Fredless Friday. Just Van and Robert out here at the lab. We'll be joined at 5 o'clock by Isotope Chad Smith and at 5.30 by Isotope Zach Neal. Going to have a lot of fun with that. We uh, So from what I hear... The players kind of fight over who gets to come on now. I like, like that. Like, there's a list. Like, well, we actually have a good time with them, and they like coming on. So it's it's a blessing to, like, it's nice to be wanted. Yeah. Well, not even that. It's, it's a lot of great things that happen to these players as soon as they come on the show. Correct. Think about think about what's been happening. You have Wynton Bernard. Yep. Um, I can't, oh, my gosh, the name just, I just lost the name of the pitcher at a great Brandon game. Gold. Brandon Gold. Brandon Gold. Brandon Gold. Great game. Yeah. Like, it's now it's like, okay, you know these guys are superstitious. We yeah. have to go uh-huh. on two men on because as soon as we get done, we're going to have a great game. They're right. The two men on drip is real. Yeah. It works for the isotopes. It works for the gladiators. It works for the United. And it could work for you, friend of the show. There we go. Speaking of friend of the show, we have a friend of the show fantasy league, 505-246-0610. Text us your name and email. We got two spots open in the friend of the show league. No cost to you. Just going to have some fun talking about it online. We'll talk about the league on the show. And to the winners, I, uh, at the end of the year, you get some prizes. Hey. All of our partners and sponsors and the lovely people at the Isotopes and Duke City Gladiators and Mexico United are putting together some prize packs for the fan of the show Fantasy League. So get me your name and email, whether it's at TalkABQ on Facebook and Instagram or 505-246-0610. Shoot us a text with your name and email. We'll get you in on the league. Like I said, two spots open. We prefer day one OG, friends of the show, but we'll take all comers if you want a chance to play some fantasy football with the boys and win some free stuff. Pretty excited about that. Not as excited as astrophysicists are, (laughs) to mansplain round earth to Shaquille O'Neal. 
Shaquille O'Neal the last couple weeks has gone full-blown conspiracy theorist and thinks that the earth is flat. Number one, does this surprise you? Number two, is he trolling us? Okay, so I thought it was a troll until I actually watched the video, and he keeps saying, they asked him flat out, do you think this is a theory? Do you believe in this, or do you, are you joking? He says, no, it's a theory. He keeps saying it multiple times. It's a theory, it's a theory, it's a theory. Come on, Shaq. If anybody can see that the earth is not flat, it's him. You're one of the tallest people in the world. You can just stand up and be like, nah, it's not flat. <laughs> if if, if, the, if yeah. it was flat, he could look one way and turn around and look the other way and see himself. Shaq, come on, Shaq. I think the people at LSU are very upset right now. Oh, his poor poor science teachers went through all that trouble. They are very upset. Hey, when you're as good at basketball as Shaq is, you don't go to class. No. You don't go to class. Not at all. You got some intern doing your homework. Come on, we know how it is. (laughs) We know how it is for Shaq. Shaq, and I quote, I've been living on a house on a lake for 30 years. Not once did the lake rotate to the left or right. Oh, my God. What? What makes it worse? worse, you got to say it in his voice. <laughs> okay. I've lived on a lake. I've lived on a, lake. on a house on a lake I've, I've, I've for 30 years. I've never seen a lake <laughs> go left or right. It's, it's very flat. Not once did the lake rotate to give, the left or to the right. Give me the ball. <laughs> Feed me the ball, Kobe. Stop it. Like, they're going to have so much fun on the NBA on TNT with this. Can you this imagine? is going to be hilarious. Oh, Wait dude. till Charles Barkley gets a hold of this on the NBA on TNT. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. Shaq, Come on, Shaq. Your science teacher at LSU is rolling <laughs> over in her grave, man. Shaq, you a, Shaq, you a knucklehead. That's embarrassing. Shut, shut up, Chuck. This a, you, don't, you don't have any rings, Chuck. You don't know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Chuck, you know what's hey Chuck, you know what's round? You know what's round? This NBA championship <laughs> ring. These these four these, rings. These, these four diamonds. rings I have on my knuckles. Hey, these diamonds right here on my ring, those are round. <laughs> How can you be this dumb? I'm sorry, man. Like stuff that can be proven and you still go against the grain and say that it's not true. Hey, you know me. We've had a couple oat sodas before, right, right. Robert Buck D. Gibson, yes, yes, and I've said some crazy stuff. <laughs> yes. I love me a good conspiracy theory. I love me a good conspiracy better. Right, right. The Earth is round. Okay, the Earth is round. Come on, we have taken pictures We've seen from it. space. We've seen it. It is round. It rotates on its axis. Every other planet, every other celestial body in the existence of the universe is round. Please drop this one. Oh, you, you sound see other, like an idiot. Do you see his other explanation? He's like, every time I'm in a plane, it just flies straight. That lets me know yeah. the Earth is flat. <laughs> it doesn't. He says, like, when we're going over Earth, never does it tip right or left. Oh, it just man. goes. It just goes straight like this. Oh my God! If he wasn't man. seven foot tall and a freak athlete. What would this guy be doing with his life? Oh, man. Oh, luckily he can dunk a, a basketball. Shaquille O'Neal, I hope you are trolling us. I hope you're making fun of us for picking up this subject and talking about it right now. If you are really a flat earther, come to Albuquerque. Let's hang out. I know some lovely astrophysicists. I know some wonderful professors up at UNM that would love to give you a sit down. 
When we get back, Chad Smith of the Isotopes joins us. Going to have a lot of fun. We got back-to-back-to-back Isotopes players coming up. Having a lot of fun with it here at Isotopes Park. Of course, we are two men on, and we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days at Hollow Spirits with a nice handmade cocktail. Monday Night Football is at Howie's Sports Page, and every weekend, and in the 6 o'clock hour today, we're sipping on that watermelon walk-off by Teller Vodka. New Mexico Vodka. Friday, baby. 95.9 FM and AM. 5 o'clock. The boys are at the ballpark. Rio Grande Credit Union Field, Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Very few places on earth I would rather be than right here, right now. Loyal listener, friend of the show, you know I love me some baseball and I love me some isotopes. And I love the energy here because like right now it's like the calm before the storm. Like We're about to have Zach Neal. Relief pitcher for the isotope sit down with us. I think I see well, him walking up right now. Whoa, whoa. We can't say calm before the storm because there's actually not going to be a storm. Sorry, Chad Smith. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's, it's not going to be a storm. It's blowing over us. We don't want to run people off, Van. We don't want to say the calm before the storm. Okay. Literally. That's a, okay. Literally. Please we don't, don't want to say that. Yeah. Please, please don't take me literally. <laughs> yes. I, I meant... I meant metaphorically, of yeah, course. There you go. Because they're about to open up these gates, and there's already... Go ahead and sit down, my man. They're about to open up the gates, and all these Isotopes fans and Marvel fans hungry for that Thanos bobblehead are outside waiting. Joined by Isotopes stud closer. Can I say that? Is I a, guess so. Yep. My, my words, not yours. <laughs> yeah, there we go. The man, the myth, the legend, Chad Smith, joins us on the program. What's happening, my guy? How's your day going? Good. Not too much. Uh, hoping this rain holds off. I can see it's raining now. Um, trying to get this game in and uh, win. The, uh, the lovely people of the grounds crew were smart enough to get the tarp down ahead of time. Got a little sprinkle out here. Amateur meteorologist Van Nunley <laughs> sitting right here in the middle. Of these two handsome gentlemen says it's going to blow over. Yeah. Come out here. Get your Thanos bobblehead. Come say hi to the boys. Get yourself a nice little Teller watermelon walk-off and have some fun with some Isotopes baseball. Chad, I have a question for you. So tonight is, you know, it's, it's Marvel Superhero Night. We're giving away the Thanos bobblehead. If you could... Say your game is most like which Marvel superhero? Who would it be? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. Uh, I don't watch a whole lot of Marvel. Oh, uh, so, here we go. So uh, I, I honestly can't answer that question. Um, if y'all want to answer that for me, that'd be great. You know I, what? I don't have an idea. I don't even know if these people are in Marvel, but you're a closer. Someone call them. You know, uh, what's his name? Flame on. What's his name? From, from the Human Torch? The Human Torch. Human there we Torch. go. There yeah. we go. I think that's a good one. There we go. Who would, who would be the closer yeah. in the Marvel Universe? Yeah. In the Marvel Universe, huh? Okay. That's hard. That's a hard one. Iron Man, right? Iron Man. You're right. He's the closer. Iron Man. He gave up his life he at did. the end of Endgame, so he's the closer. But you don't have to give up your <laughs> I was life. To say, he was like, "Wait a you minute!" You just have to give up. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Chad, you don't have to give up your life. You just have to give up a little blood, sweat, and tears out there on the mound. How are you feeling out there lately? Good. Um, you know, just this year been going up and down a lot and uh, kind of been difficult to stay in a routine. But uh, especially uh, in Albuquerque, I'm closing, right? And then sure. in the big leagues, I'm not, obviously. And so uh, just, just trying to uh, – yeah, there we go. Just trying to um, – you know, try to develop a routine and try to stay with it the best as possible. But, uh, but yeah, I feel good. What's your What's your pregame routine? Are you like just a get out there and do it kind of guy? Do you have the laptop or the tablet out studying film? What's your go to? Uh, yeah, I um, I don't really do too much of video. Um, don't really read too much into scouting reports a whole lot, to be honest with you. Uh, I do have an idea of the way I want to attack guys and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just in the pen, just kind of joking around with the guys and, you know, bullpen talk. We won't get into that, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just, uh, just kind of watching the game, seeing how the starter is, uh, pitching these guys, if they're being efficient, if they're being effective, what they're hitting, what they're not. Um, and, uh, you know, once the seventh inning rolls around or so, just kind of get up, start moving around, going through a little stretch routine and getting ready for the uh, ninth inning. If it's, uh, if I'm called upon. So you being a closer, Chad, I, we, we talked about now, it's, it's kind of raining out here. Um, since you're more important towards the end of the game, do you even take weather in consideration since it's something more that has to do with the delay at the beginning? Yeah, uh, not really. Um, yeah, right. You know, I, I've honestly not pitched in, uh, in rainy weather or anything like that really my whole career, to be honest with you, a couple of times maybe, but um, more so – uh, the cold feeling um, early in the seasons is um, you kind of got to do stuff a little bit differently right. as far as getting your body going. But um, as far as rain goes, it more more or less affects the starters and long relief guys in the bullpen more than myself. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't really read too much into it. With the uh, with the altitude and the thin air up here, like you see a little bit of rain, you see a little humidity. That's like that's welcome, right? That's home. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, I was actually joking with my wife the other day about how it hadn't rained here in a whole in forever it feels like and then it's three or four days in a row and we're getting mm -hmm. rain so um but yeah um you know the altitude definitely it's dry out here for sure so when we get some rain it's uh, it feels like home a little bit for sure who how's the uh the hacky sack league going like who's uh <laughs> who's the champ who's uh you so throughout the season though you got some players out there they're honing their swing they're maybe they change their grip on their slider right. they're, they're working on their practice I want to know what it's like in the inner circle of the hacky sack players. Um, who's, who's the league MVP? Who's, <laughs> who's most improved? Okay, so <laughs> we haven't really played hacky sack a lot recently, to be honest with you. Um, I personally have probably not played in a month, but if I had to pick the best guy on the team, uh, it would probably be Reagan Todd. Uh, he's kind of the, the originator. Yep. He's yep. kind of the guy yeah. where when things us. are going south, that <laughs> you try to get it to him and he'll kind of settle it back down. But, uh, uh, not to toot my own horn here, but I've been told that I have been the most improved throughout the year. I was not very good. All right, oh, oh, all right. I'm more, I'm more, more, of a knee, more of a knee guy in the hacky sack game. You got the MIP of the year, MIP of the MLB. So, so Chad, when I think of a closer, I think of someone with a lot of attitude, very flamboyant, or just straight arrow. You know what? I'm about to go do this, do my job, get these guys out. Which one are you? Um, both. Both, really? Uh, Does yeah. it depend on the hitter, or is this just depend on how you feel? I think it depends on the situation, to be more honest with you. Um, you know, it's 
when you're closing, it's it's different when it's one run versus two runs or two runs versus three runs. You know, you can attack differently. Um, you can be um, more in the zone, attack more aggressively early in counts, or if you have a one-run lead, you have to be a little bit more, more careful, you know. So, um, and also, I think the crowd has a lot to do with it. And oh, yeah. we get good crowds here, and uh, they kind of give you energy going. And um, But I would say I do... Uh, pitch with a little attitude sometimes at, at some points when it's needed on uh, games where you know you might be in a back-to-back or three out of four you don't feel the best so you just got to find something to get you through it and um you know um but yeah i, I would say a little bit of both for there me we go the boys are at the lab tonight rio grande credit union field isotopes park having a lot of fun with it marvel superhero night get here early get your thanos bobblehead uh so chad you're not a Marvel guy. What what is your go to for your free time? Um, as far as hobbies go, yeah. Uh, in the off seasons, um, me and my wife and her family we're in Oxford, Mississippi. We're big Ole Miss Rebel fans. Okay. Uh, so we're looking forward to the um, college football season coming up here. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Starting tomorrow, but Ole Miss will play in uh, next Saturday. Um, shout out to the Ole Miss Rebels baseball team, though, winning the national championship in uh, Omaha huge. this year. So. Yeah. First one in school history. That was but, a cool um, story. Last man in, real, took yeah. it all the way. Last yep. last one in and uh, got hot at the right time and uh, went all the way. So, um, but yeah, as far as that, we uh, we like to attend football games. Um, you know, the Grove at Ole Miss is um, said to be one of the best tailgating atmospheres in all of college football. So we enjoy that. Um, me and my me and my father and my brother and our family we like to hunt uh, whitetails. Um, me and my brother has been in the duck duck hunting club and actually the arkansas missouri state line a few years back so um just kind of anything outdoorsy really uh we try to be uh recreational as much as possible um cold weather down there um maybe not as much you know up north and stuff yeah. like that but uh but yeah we just kind of like to do it all you know uh hang out and outside of that j- just uh getting ready for the next season and being ready for spring training but um yeah chad i have another closer question for you okay give me your dream hitter you'd like to see where you need to get the save for the big game? All for, time. All time. All time. The guy you would love to have faced with your stuff. Oh. Could be now, in the past, anywhere. Uh, Mike Trout, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Go Mike, right after the best. Mike, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge. You got, yeah, you know, pick the best. Challenge there you yourself. Go. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, here it is. My stuff's better than yours, and it, you know, let's see what you do with it. Yeah, and I think those pitches would be coming with some attitude. I think, <laughs> I think so, Van. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's say you know you're facing Mike Trout. Mike Trout's going to lead off the inning. Next inning, you're in the bullpen warming up. No inner Sandman. No, no, none of this. It's already been used before. What's your walkout oh, music? Yeah, my walkout. Um, you know, I like the one I have here now. I've actually used that for uh, six years or so. But I, we were in El Paso this year, and um, there was a guy on in, as a hitter in their lineup, and his walkout was the Undertaker's walkout in oh, the WWE. Oh, strong. So, and so I was thinking if, if you have that and, like, yeah. you know, especially in Denver now, they have, like, a light show where it's dark and light and it's yes. dark. And, and I think playing that as you're coming out would be sick. So. That's sweet. That's a great idea. Oh, with the purple? And the black, oh, that's what's up right there. Look, man, I, I, I wish I was a pitcher, man. I, I can't pitch worth a damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, okay, if you wasn't a pitcher, what, what position would you want to play? 
Uh, in high school, I played third base a lot, um, but I wasn't a very good hitter, and I wasn't a very good fielder either. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, uh, that's probably where I would be the most comfortable. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd hit for enough power, enough average to uh, play in the lineup very often. But uh, but that's where I would go. Yeah. People go. don't realize how far that throw is from deep third base. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You, you go Seriously. back. You, you go to your right, you get a backhand, you're on the foul line. If you're just looking at it as a fan or you're watching it on TV, you don't know how long that long. throw is. People need to have more respect Absolutely. for the deep throw. From, like, oh, my God, how did he – he has to skip it from there. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. okay, Janice, you go do this. Okay, you try this out for a second. And these days, you know, you see you see the good third base, and we have one in Denver now with Ryan McMahon. And sure. Then, you know, you got some of the other guys – throughout the league and even in uh in minor league ball you see it all the time you guys get a backhand or make a throw and it's just a flick of the wrist yeah and it makes it look effortless. so easy yeah. yes but, you know it's it's in it's it's not it's not that easy but uh but yeah i think uh, i think you can take a lot of things for granted in this game as a fan um and as a player to be honest with you just knowing how hard stuff is but how good everybody is to make right. it look as easy as they do so chad smith isotopes closer joining us uh, you got the day off today, or is it TBD? You're on call. No, I'm closer today. All right, uh, there we go. Yeah, so, um, you know, if the ninth inning comes around and we're in that situation, I should be in there. So, All right, we'll get down to the lab. Albuquerque, loyal listeners, friends of the show, going to be a great night, and you might get to see Chad Smith close out the game. A.K.A. Iron Man. Hey, when we get back, we're talking <laughs> analytics. Oh. We're talking sabermetrics. There we go. We're talking Bill James stuff when we get back for the video guy from the Isotopes. Chris Bonk, going to have a lot of fun with this one because you know I'm a stats dork. I'm a baseball dork. So really excited for this. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, my goodness, Mikey. What are you playing us? A little sexy, a little sexy <laughs> saxophone intro here, baby. Yeah, he's back in his Chicago days, I'm telling you. I'm trying to get me all... <laughs> Get me all randy over here. <laughs> Take it down a notch over there, brother. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We're super excited to start our new partnership with Howie's Sports Page. We'll be doing the show from Howie's every Monday, then watching some Monday night football out at Howie's Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. It's my favorite place in town to watch sports. It's got that old divey bar feel, but it's still modern. They got TVs as far as the eye can see. Great drink specials, and uh, the boys will be there. So that's about all the incentive you need to go see us at Howie's every Monday. Joining us, special guest Chris Bonk. He is the minor league video and data analyst for the Colorado Rockies. Spends a lot of time here in Albuquerque, of course, because that's where the Rockies AAA team plays. Wow. Welcome to the program, Chris. Glad to be here. Hey, uh, let's get that microphone right there. There we go. Okay, thank you, sir. So you were like, you're from Colorado, you're from Denver, you live in Denver, but you got to travel down here for all the Isotopes home games. Is that you flying, you driving, you taking the, the Amtrak? Like, no. Uh, <laughs> do you do I'm, something different every time? No, I, I'm driving. It, it's fairly easy driving. Just get I-25, Denver, south, all the way to Albuquerque. Straight shot. So. Straight shot, right? So let's say 
uh, the loyal listener, friend of the show right now, has no idea what a minor league video and data analyst does. That, that Give was us, me, Van. That would be Robert. That was me. I was That's trying Robert. to Google it without him seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> no cheating on our computer screen. Give a... Give the Cliffs notes. Give the elevator pitch. Uh, what you do? What's your gig? Absolutely. So uh, we have uh, one person for each of our affiliates um, that primarily works there. Whether it's Albuquerque, Hartford, Spokane, Fresno, um, and our goal is to basically take in all the data, all the video that comes associated with baseball. Um, like even on the broadcast here, how they have um, the strike zone and the track mandate coming in. Yeah. We're taking all of that in and being able to put it into a usable format to help the coaches and players uh, to perform at their best. So I have a question. Do you, well, two questions. Do you watch baseball just for fun? And then when you do watch baseball, is it like you're watching the Matrix and all you see is numbers and stuff like that? <laughs> or do you actually, is it hard for you to enjoy just watching the game? No, it, it, it can definitely seem that way. Um, but, you know, especially like when you get to see uh, great players perform. Yeah. Um, it's always something that you can always be in awe of no matter what, um, seeing uh, them do things that only they can do when right. they're at the highest level. Where, where did your love for video and data analytics come from? Is it just a, a, a love of baseball, or was it something else smashed together in the equation? Um, definitely would say uh, more of a love of baseball. It just kind of happened organically. Um, I played uh, through college, and uh, right after college was over, I had an internship with TrackMan, um, and then after okay. that, that's kind of where I got into the Rockies, and with them being a data company, um, it kind of fed right into to this side. I want, I want to know how important, because me as a fan, I remember as a kid, my thing was I needed to go to the newspaper, I needed to look at the numbers, I needed to look at the stats, and then as I got older, you know, video came into play, you have highlight shows and all of that. Uh, can you tell the listener and also me, what is the balance between the real life, you know, being a fan in the stands and actually being that fan who just looks at the numbers and just the video highlights? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think with anything, uh, you can take this to any sport, whether it's, you know, football, basketball. Um, you always hear the classic thing, like with football, of like the hours of film study that right. players are putting in. Um, you know, it's the same thing here, whether it's them improving their own craft, uh, a hitter getting their swing right. Um, a pitcher knowing what pitches work best for them, how to dial things up best, um, or on the opposite side, looking at it from a scouting perspective right. of creating a game plan of what they're going to see that night um, and then putting it out on the field. There we go. How many times have you seen Moneyball? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I have seen it a couple times. So. <laughs> is, is Bill James like the guy that – you know, everyone in your field looks to, or like he started it, he perfected it, and then, you know, we, we take it from here, and now we carry the co the torch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's always what teams are looking for, is to try to find the next advantage, um, to basically take what um, they have in front of them and optimize it as much as possible. Yeah, I, I know. I'm an Astros fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, you, d you we, definitely know that. No one, no one tries as hard as us. Mm -hmm. and when I say try, I mean blatantly cheat. Yeah. That's what I say. Cheat. cheat, okay? Cheat. How uh, do the do the players coincide with you a lot? Do they do you have an interaction with players when it comes to hey, I want to see what I do on the road or whatever scenario that they want to know of? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um it's an open door relationship, you know, players, coaches, you know, myself, the rest of the department. Uh, we're all on the same page trying to work together. Yeah. What what do you think is the most important statistic if you're going to look at just one 
to, to gauge a player, how they're doing, what their projections are going to be, what would you look towards? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's kind of like in the industry, like the classics, like like war, for instance, and yeah, just right. like how many wins are they creating. Um, and that's definitely a big one because it's trying to encompass a lot of things. Um, for us, uh, especially at the minor league level, we're mainly concerned with the process of how do we get people up to the big leagues. Um, so looking at those process numbers um, as far as like um, could be like for hitters, like how hard are they hitting the ball? You know, their mm -hmm. goal is that every time at bat we're trying to hit it as hard as possible. If you hit a line drive right at the center fielder, yeah, it happens, right? You right, get out. Yeah, but sure. like trying to have that process feel for things, um, and then that carries over consistently to the major leagues. So you brought up war because war, I, I'm going back to when I'm a kid because this is, I love baseball as a child. War wasn't really that big of a deal. Then next thing you know, it was very important. Give us, can you give us a stat that most of us really don't look at when it comes to baseball that at the end of the day is very important? Yeah, I mean, you could, I mean, you could do it right there with, with war, for instance, but even just like for um, like pitchers or hitters, a lot of what we try to do is take the extra stuff out of it. So how right. I mentioned like, um, like if a guy hits a screaming line drive right mm -hmm. in the center fielder, well, that counts as 0 for 1 in the box, right? Right. Or if they get like a, a little bloop single right over the yep. shortstop right in the box score that's one for one and so right. we're trying to concern concern ourselves more with like the expected stats like gotcha. on average if you hit it this hard in this direction what happens most of the time there we right go. and then that makes and sense. then take out the things you can't control that makes a lot of sense there we go do you uh also track maybe some non-traditional stats like one of my favorites do you track the toot bland <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we don't don't go that deep. <laughs> loyal, loyal listener, friend, tell of the them show. what it is. It's a very niche. Doesn't matter at all whatsoever statistics, but it's it's a toot bland, and it stands for thrown out on the base paths like a nincompoop. And I think we should we should incorporate it. You just like saying that, oh, man. Duh, <laughs> of course, I love saying that word. It's amazing. <laughs> So let's let's take a player like you know fan favorite, uh, Winton Bernard. Is was there something in his statistical metric throughout the year where like you were like emailing the big club? You're like, hey, look at this guy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Winton's a, a great example because he's he was a true student of the game. Um, you know, uh, all the guys on the team put in work, but he definitely put in the most work. He was always grinding of anything he could do to get that small advantage to get better. Um, it seemed like he lived in the video room where he was like my partner sometimes in there. Um, but basically for, for when he was just an all-around player. So whether you're looking at his defense out in center field, of when he's out there, pitcher's going to be real happy because you know he's going to track balls down. Um, where at hitting, he's got the power and he's got the average. So being able to do both those things and, and on the base paths as well of just every single part of the game uh and all of that adds up and that's you know why he's in the major leagues right now so no toot blands for winning <laughs> no, de no definitely no, not definitely not um, chris bonk uh minor league video and data analyst for your colorado rockies thanks for joining us yeah. my friend it's a lot of fun absolutely thank you for having me no problem. I, could, I could talk baseball for hours but we've had direct program meetings where they said hey we got to mix it up van yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you put some football in there sometimes? <laughs> when we get back, Isotopes legend Zach Neal joins us. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Dear Diary, today Isotopes pitcher Zach Neal said a really nice thing to me. 
He said, there's no way that I have a 20-year-old daughter or that I'm 40. No way. I mean, and I, I didn't even have to pay him to say that uh, at all. Man, I told you when I first met you, you got some brother in you, man. <laughs> That's definitely what it is. <laughs> this ginger don't crack? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Two men on on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. As you all know, we are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. I had me some dark roast mm. tonight. Got it's me a matter pumped of up. opinion. Pumped it. Hey, hey, there you go. He knows. He knows. He knows. Had me some dark roast this morning. Had some dark roast on ice tonight to get me all juiced up for the show. So here we are. Shout out to New Mexico Pinion Coffee. OG day one friend of the show. You can go by any New Mexico Pinion location during working hours and make a donation of your new or gently used clothing items or new still in package socks or underwear. They're taking backpacks. They're taking school supplies. All this is for a great cause. Laco 505 is doing amazing things for the community. Help them out by helping yourself out. Because if you make a donation at New Mexico Pinion Coffee, you get 10% off your order. Make a donation... And put up a social media post, get 25% off your yeah. order, make a donation while the boys are at New Mexico Pinion Coffee, which we are every Wednesday, and we'll just give you free stuff. There we go. We got free coffee, free merch. So come have some fun, get caffeinated for a good cause. Join us on the program now, Isotopes pitcher Zach Neal. You got you're nursing it today, man. Got a little day off, just chilling out. Was ice bath in the future? A little massage? What's yeah, going a little, on? little hot, then ice for about twenty. You know, uh, day off from throwing yesterday. I'm, I'm getting old, man. You got to take care of it. Hey, you're preaching <laughs> to the choir, brother. Yeah. <laughs> How many pitches you get in last night? Oh, I think somewhere around eighty. Eighty? Yeah. There we go. Okay. What's a light, a, light load? Light load. What's your low and your high? What do you always try to hit? Well, and what's, uh, what's as a count? starter, I'm trying to go five at least. Yeah, okay. you know, I got to yeah. get through five. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've done a pretty good job of that. And uh, we got a bunch of guys in the pen, so it's the game's changing. You know, it used to be starters go six, seven, not not so much anymore with all yeah. the guys in the bullpen. You know, we could those guys got to throw too. Does your does your arm hit a point? Like 100, 110 pitches or whatever where you're like, you're waving skip down. You're like, hey, man, yeah, get, nah. some, get, get somebody loose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't ever get to that point anymore. Yeah. But there's been – but I've always said, too, like once you get past 90, it don't feel, it feels the same after that, you know. Yeah. Okay. You know, 100, 110, it's all the same at that point. Um, even, even though you're not playing tonight, say if you were and it was a kind of a rain delay, how does that throw off your timing, your preparation? What do you do if you, there is a delay due to weather? How do you how do you stay in the zone or keep yourself? Yeah, playing? actually, two starts ago that happened. Right, uh, I threw the first inning and then we got rained out, um, so that was kind of tough. And but I told I told the manager I wanted to throw the next day, oh, so I, threw, I actually came back and threw two the next day just because I felt so good. Uh, but it's tough, man. Like as a starter, especially like you have your routine. Like start if it's like a six thirty game, five o'clock. I got it starts. Mm -hmm. So like when that routine gets messed up, it is a little tough, but. That's just something you deal with as you play so long, you know. Right. So, did you see Justin Verlander a couple nights ago? That guy's a freak. He's man. Wouldn't that be nice? No, man. no hits through six innings pitched. Yeah. Only ninety-one pitches. Mm. How you, many? How you, many innings? Six innings. Six, six innings, ninety-one pitches. You think he's got to throw like another at least thirty more, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 For what though? You know. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's already he's already he's, he's already, already at ninety. Yeah. I mean, to get to, to to get to the ninth. 
You're looking at, if he's thrown 90 already, at least 40 at 130 pitches of fresh yeah. off Tommy John? No yeah. way. No way. Yeah, not if, worth so it. So let's say if you're in that situation, do you lobby to stay in? I think I'd try, you know. I've never thrown a no-hitter. It'd be a little different oh, than yeah. Verlander. Right. Um, I'd probably lobby a little bit, try to at least go seven, see if I don't, you know, maybe get a, a quick couple innings there. But, yeah, for him, nah, not necessary probably. Is it harder to go that distance now? Well, well, you kind of said it before. You, you know, you have so many people in between the starter and the closer. Mm -hmm. You know, if you do get on that roll, do you personally, do you take it personal? You're like, you know what, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm, I got a no-hitter. I got this perfect game going. Leave me in. It, do you, does yeah, the ego, sure. does yeah. the ego come into play? Yeah, I mean, especially if you haven't done it. Like, if I, you know, if I got pulled yesterday in the fifth with no hits, like, <laughs> what about what about your, yeah. what about your teammates? You know, they're no, probably they they're probably too. rooting for yeah, you. Yeah, you they know. get that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no big deal. Absolutely. A lot of a lot of a lot of traffic here at the yeah. Isotopes. Yeah, it, it, always. It, it's filling up, man. Yeah, it's filling <laughs> up. We got took us out. Disaster on TV here. We got a little uh, behind the scenes here. We have there's a little clock-in station right behind us uh, where we have because we got to stay close to the internet connection here. I don't know if you, could, you could see behind us right here on television, but on the radio, I paint a little picture. We're uh, <laughs> right here on the concourse, right behind home plate, uh, right across the street from Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka, and then right behind us, there's a. Uh, the EMS. There's uh, vodka. Where's the vodka? Right there. Uh, right there. Right, the look, Teller right vodka. there. Right oh, there. The the yeah, okay. it's, it's one of our proud sponsors of the show. There you the, go. If What's you haven't had the watermelon walk-off or the mariachi margarita yet. Yeah, during the game, I know? haven't been able to get up here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you one to the bullpen. Yeah, man. All right. Bring one to the dugout. Hey, I'll that, do the watermelon. That definitely deserves a ball, right? A mariachi yeah, margarita. For you'll, sure. You'll trade one for that. What's any... Any kid, like, asking for a ball in, like, a really special way lately, you're like, all right, that deserves a ball. Yeah, what was it? Oh, man. I have a little girl, mm -hmm. so I'm always, I am always give them to the little girls. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the baseball game, all the I feel like all the little boys get one, so I, I always find, like, you know, the cute little girl that is too, is too shy to say something. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, yeah, there's all fans here are great. I always try to give them out when I can. You heard it there, loyal listener. You heard it there, friend of the show. Bring your cute girls, hey, cute yeah. little baby girls, you, up to Zach to a Neal, girl dad right here. That's and right. You get a ball. Hey, two of them. Two of them. Well, yeah. adult girl dad, yeah, I suppose. Well, now. she's always the girl. Yeah, she's always my, always my, always my little girl. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Looks like they just opened up the gates. The fans are pouring in with their Thanos bobbleheads here on Marvel Superhero Night. Uh, we heard that you aren't the biggest Marvel guy. Zach, what's uh, what's your hobby? What's your go-to instead of watching Marvel movies or reading oh, comic man. books? I do like to read. I read uh, a good different genre of books, obviously. Uh, but Marvel, I, I know nothing. Yeah. No, nothing. Well, you are in the super minority. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's, a, it's the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. It's it's, it's a big deal. It's a big it's a big where, deal. What am I? Where have I been? Uh, playing, uh, being becoming a professional, a professional, athlete. Athlete. <laughs> professional athlete. What was like the <laughs> What's the original? What started all this? Oh, the comic books back in the day. I, okay, I, yeah. Like, like the, Iron yeah. Man, Iron, Iron the Man, Hulk, Spider yeah, yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. I know of it, but I'm not, you know. Yeah. I'm not caught up on I, the I mean, it's not the for everybody. Well, once once they started making the movies and making the series, it just took it to a whole nother yeah. level. Yeah. yeah. I'm completely lost. No yeah. no clue. No no need to. What a, <laughs> what a, what book recommendations do you have for the friends of the show out there who need Ooh, a good, good read? Book. Let me look. I, I keep them on my phone. Are you are you a are you a paper guy? Yeah, paper, old school. Oh, yeah, there we same. go. Yes. Very yeah, I can't same. do it on the tablet. 
I gotta have I gotta have the smell of the book. I gotta have the paper. Yeah. In front so of I, it. my parents live in New Mexico. I live in Texas, so I'm always in New Mexico, Southern Colorado. Um, I just read Empire of the Summer Moon. It's about the uh, Comanche Indian tribe. Oh, that's dope. Um, so I'm real into that. Obviously, this area has a big influence um, into that culture. That was a great, great uh, book. Really insightful. Oh man, what else do I have here? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Jack Carr books. Okay. You got your Marvel. Okay. I got my Jack Carr. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who, who's so, give us? We're up against it right that's now. A new, that's give a new, us you. Terminal List on Amazon is the first book. It just oh, came out. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, that's, the, uh, that's pretty that? good. Chris Pratt. Is Chris Pratt's the main guy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Books. The books better than the show, but that's my stuff. There's for a sure. Okay. I got. A, I got one question before we go. I got one example. Have you ever seen a movie that's better than the book? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. No, but I'm not sure I have. I think I, I, think I only got two examples. What do you have? Uh, they're both amazing books, too. Okay. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest uh-huh. and Fight Club. Oh, Fight Club's a good book. Yeah, Fight Club's a great book. He's one of my favorite authors, Chuck Palahniuk. He's only, only, super talented. Only guy. one I could add is The Color Purple. The, okay. The, the Color Purple book was phenomenal, but that movie was. Seeing it. Yeah, just watching seeing it is something it. different. Multiple guests, multiple time friend of the show. You know him. You love him. Isotope's pitcher, Zach Neal. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Absolutely. Anytime. When Anytime. we get back, more sports and sports adjacent talk. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D. Sports Animal. Oh, what do we got here? A little Enya? A little Enya with a little funky beat behind it? Michael Vital, you never cease to amaze me and or surprise me. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very early to push mode, isn't it? <laughs> the dorks are pouring into the lab today. The boys are live from Rio Grande Credit Union Field, Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the lab, and it is Marvel Superhero Night. And I've seen just about every Marvel superhero already. Yeah. I can't wait to see... When the rest of these gates open up, gates open up in a short 10 minutes here. So if you're not in line, chances are you're probably not going to get a Thanos bobblehead. So good luck. Hey, almost everyone was dressed up outside. I went outside to check on it. So we have fans dressed up as well. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. There's, I mean, we already got a couple. Do- I don't know how they got in early. They must have known somebody. They got, they got a guy. I thought I was got a guy guy, but apparently <laughs> some of these cosplaying superhero people got a guy. I think this is like their job. I think I've seen some of these people like, you know, I got a four-year-old, so I go to a lot of little kid parties. A lot of them come up to the parties and they, and they you know, they, uh, show, up, they okay. show up in character. I think that's what it is. So right like here. the super top shelf outfits here, you think yeah. these people are paid to be here? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. okay. Definitely. They, they got okay. too much. They got too much into those costumes. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. And we are just 10 short minutes away from Chris Lurig, owner-operator of Safe House Distilling and Teller Spirits, is going to sit in with us right here at the lab. And we're going to do ourselves 
a little teller tasting. Hey. And if you don't know where we are, we're right behind home plate on the main concourse here. And if you can't find us, we're the two really good-looking guys. Hey. Right across from Teller Vodka booth. And it's a great place to be. This place is about to be popping. They're taking the tarp off right now. The rain is gone. Now it is some beautiful weather. It is overcast. And I'm excited for Marvel Superhero Night and some Isotopes Baseball right here at the lab. Julio Rodriguez has not even completed his first MLB season. And they are going to give him somewhere in between... 200 and 400 million dollars what did i do wrong in my life (laughs) i was just born me huh (laughs) yeah that is crazy but i'm not saying it in a bad way i'm not one of these people who don't feel like athletes should be paid their worth this guy is definitely box office and i'm glad that they're sewing him up for the for not just now but for the future i love it i love it it's something we're not used to seeing, especially someone so young. I mean, for me, if you know this guy's a stud and then all, all the statistical metrics are pointing out that this kid's going to be an all-star for decades to come, you just got to hope that he's a high-character guy. Right. Not somebody like Fernando Tatis Jr. Right. Who got over $300 million and he hasn't played in a year. And he won't play until the middle of next year. Well, the thing is, I believe they've done their research. You know, this guy's been with them. They Trust me, they didn't just get to know him right when he got on the team. They did a lot of scouting and everything else to get him on the team. And they've seen enough, I believe. And they're like, you know what, we're not going to play around. We're not going to leave it up. To, 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 to chance or anything else, let's make this guy the cornerstone of the franchise, and I love it. I, I think it's a great idea, and I think a bunch of young studs all deserve contracts like this. And I think it's a genius contract for both Julio and the Mariners because it's not like a Deshaun Watson thing or a Fernando Tatis thing where you have a giant chunk of guaranteed money and the team doesn't have any recourse if right. something bad happens. Right, 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 right. So, but this time you have escalators, you have uh, incentives that he's going to get his $200 million, The base. And then it has a chance to go up to $400 million. <laughs> Could you imagine? Wait, the, guy, the way this guy is playing, he's going to get closer to four than two. Yes. Most definitely. And I, I love the way it's set up because you're not stuck for the whole you're not stuck for the whole four hundred million if this guy doesn't pan out to be what you think he is. Right. There's incentive for the Mariners to take care of him yes. and help his progress throughout the way. And there's incentive for him to play as hard as possible every single year to make sure that $200 million turns into $400 million. To me, it's more than the money, though. This is something that this team is building on, and this is a great building block to have. You know, he's going to set the precedent for them for years to come, and I like it. Man, I just love it. I don't like waiting to see getting, getting behind an athlete who's already put in the work. It's kind of like the quarterback, uh, like you have a great quarterback. Like, take, take my quarterback from the Chargers. He's young, he's getting paid pennies, but he's already shown what his worth is. Why sure. wait? Why do you have to wait and, and risk injury or you're not able to get that big contract? 
cash it in right now, and this this is why I love it. Yeah, I agree. Like, take the sure thing now. Yep. And, you know, give yourself a reason to be that player you always envision. Give yourself a reason to be that player that your franchise envisions. And, hey, look, Seattle Mariners fan, congratulations. You got you one. Your general manager is not playing any games. He, he does more trades than any general manager I've ever seen. He's active. He wants his team to be better. And the Seattle Mariners have the longest playoff drought in the four big uh, um, professional that, North American sports leagues. That's so and crazy. They, and they me. look like they mean business. Yeah. And they're going to be a quality team going forward. So shout out to the Seattle Mariners. And congratulations, Julio Rodriguez, as you got P-A-I-D paid. Man, let me borrow about five mil, man. <laughs> just, no, just not more. even borrow. Can I have? And let me have borrow it. means I got to pay it, it back. You don't need it. <laughs> more sports and sports adjacent content when we get back. The boys are at the lab. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Off the chain. Welcome back, Albuquerque. The boys are at the ballpark. Rio Grande Credit Union Field, Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab, on Marvel Superhero Night. Let's see, just for I can see right now, we got a Spider-Man, we got a Thor, Black we got Widow. a Deadpool, we got a Black Widow, we got a... The female Thor. We got a female Lady Thor. Lady Thor, yeah. And here they come. The gates have just been opened, and people are rushing in with their Thanos bobbleheads. Nothing but smiling faces. Oh, my God, look at all these happy <laughs> dorks. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. As always, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as we are at the lab today. The boys are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we end our days at Hollow Spirits. Mondays, my friend... That's for Monday Night Football at Howie Sports Page. And every time we're at the lab and every single weekend, we're sipping on Watermelon Walk-Off by Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. Speaking of Watermelon Walk-Off, joining us on the program, owner-operator of Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodka, Chris Lurig. What's happening, my guy? What's up, guys? How are you? Good. You You had an accident? Look at these shorts. What happened today? You know, making, what did we make today? 1,200 gallons of blueberry vodka. <laughs> ah. So for blueberry for, juice <laughs> all so on your shorts. Your blueberry lavender yeah. pre-made lemonade cocktails, it's not just syrup that you mix together and shake up. and. No, it's all no, natural. It's, it's all real natural. Blueberries. Real blueberries. Hand smushed by yours truly, Chris Lurick. Oh, yeah. Sometimes so, feet. So for those, those of us that are joining us on Comcast 26, uh, I'm not going to have Chris stand up. No, it but lo- it's a disaster. For, for the listeners on the radio, <laughs> it looks like an absolute bloodbath Yes, as Chris's pants are just covered in blueberry juice. I was like, I'm so, fine. It's the radio. It's and now exactly. there's video. Now, now. <laughs> luckily, luckily, when we're on TV, it's just the waist up. So, so you're, you're in for a good one today. If you're listening on the radio... Chris Lurig from Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodka is here. And it is 6 o'clock in Albuquerque, but it is 5 o'clock somewhere, and it's time for a little. I hope you can hear that on air. Oh, yeah. Because 
Chris just brought us some watermelon walk-off. Yes, sir. And cute little koozies. Yes. And thank you, sir. Oh, my Cheers. goodness. All right, Chris. All right, could you hear that sip on yeah, air? Yeah, yeah, I heard nice. you. I, I got a question for you, Chris. Yeah. Watermelon walk-off that we're drinking. Well, first of all, I got to ask this because I've been striking out with this question. Do you do you watch Marvel? Do you know about the Marvel oh, Universe yeah. and all that? Okay. So who would be most likely to love these beverages right here? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. I, after what I saw the other night, I, I'm going to change my answer, but I'll let you okay. go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I what happened I, the other night? Well, no, the other, the other night I started watching She-Hulk. In uh, the first yeah. episode, they I find out that they really can't get drunk, and they drink a lot. Oh. And they had a they had a scene where the Hulk and She-Hulk were just throwing him back. So I'm going to say the Hulk. I would I uh, would just I would just end. I was going to say Captain America for <laughs> Captain these America. Ones. Okay, Captain America. Captain America. He seemed like he hide him, pinky out, drink him in the corner. <laughs> oh, you know it. You well, know I don't it. know. The Thor had a whole movie he was drunk in. So oh, Thor would drink our bottles. <laughs> Captain America bottle? would drink yeah. the canned cocktails. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I know who wouldn't be drinking it. Peter Parker. Oh, no. He is not of age yet. No. We these never. amazing lemonade cocktails Depends on the are universe. to be enjoyed, <laughs> there you go. enjoyed by adults only. There we go. So how did the partnership start with the isotopes to make the watermelon walk-off? Um, they actually came to us oh, and asked us. As they should. <laughs> yeah. There we go. We were at the distillery, and they came asking to do a meeting with us. And we were like, oh, cool. Maybe they want to buy something. And then came with, like, everyone asking if we could do a special little collaboration with them. And what was the plan from the beginning? I know you guys have been distilling great vodka and gin and, you know, soon-to-be whiskey soon, right? We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But was it always part of the game plan to make these pre-made cocktails? Um, it was kind of talked about. COVID kind of changed the plan. We did hand sanitizer. We did all that. So we kind of forgot about canned cocktails for a while and then slowly started doing them and about a month before we were releasing the blueberry lavender lemonade is when isotopes hit us up asking if they wanted just anything and we were like hey we're starting canned cocktails and it was perfect timing what made you go the canned cocktail route because if when i think of albuquerque i think of other drinks and breweries and beers and stuff what made you want to go the route of an actual canned cocktail uh, we just wanted to make something easy and refreshing and mm -hmm. kind of lower carbonation. I feel like everyone's, you know, a lot of CO2. They don't want to drink a lot of that. So we made something right. a little a little higher alcohol content and a little more enjoyable out on the lake, anywhere like that, out in the mountains. Some friends at the show walking by, waving. A lot of smiles here. Everyone's yes. holding their Thanos bobblehead. A lot of people cosplaying. If, and if they're not cosplaying... Like, everyone has on some kind of Marvel T-shirt. This is really cool to see. The fans are really good. I can't tell who's the fans and who are the paid performers to be the superheroes. <laughs> did, did they tell them, though, that when they leave the gate, they take half of them? <laughs> <laughs> Only half of them get them. Half of y'all can get and, Instead of the seventh inning stretch, it's going to be a Thanos snap. <laughs> half the bobbleheads are empty. <laughs> Tonight's attendance at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotope Stadium. 10,100 leaving the ballpark <laughs> 5,050 <laughs> so tell us about this uh, whiskey you got coming up uh, so we basically started filling bourbon barrels right after we opened and kind of got going so 
they're just now hitting two, little over two years. So we're doing two-year minimum on all our bourbon. We also have a little collaboration come out with Marble, and that whiskey is next month. It'll be three years old. Mm. So we have a few different whiskeys coming out, and we're filling a bunch of single malt barrels and everything else. So we're, we're making a pretty big whiskey collection right now. For the, for the person who hasn't tasted anything, and they come to you and they're like, give me the suggestion that would wow me. What would you, what would you suggest for them? Probably the blueberry lavender lemonade. Yeah, there we go. That's a perfect start. There we go. I'm a, I'm a big grapefruit hibiscus guy. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. One, in the summer, the grapefruit's mm, awesome. Yeah. That really, that really matches my palate. Where, where did the idea come from for that combination? Uh, just playing around with drinks at home and everything, trying to see. We wanted it to be different than the other ones, but still kind of blend in a little bit with them. I need to come by your crib if you're just playing around and that's what comes out of it. <laughs> so I, I need to be like on the board of taste testing or something. There's a lot right? of quality control. Yeah, a lot of quality yeah, control. yeah, there we go. <laughs> if you haven't had a watermelon walk-off yet, we're, we're, we're all in town. Can you get them? You go Safe House Distilling. You can come here to the lab. You can. Where, where else in town can you get a watermelon Smith, walk-off? Smith's, Albertsons, Total Wine, Paradise Liquors, Jubilation, Kelly's. So Eleven, literally everywhere also is where you can get one. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah, and if you guys are in the ballpark tonight and you're listening or you're on your way, look, man, if you come here before the game starts, just find us. We're right behind, what do you say, home plate? Yeah, right behind home plate on the concourse. If you find us, you will definitely see where you can buy these things. You can definitely see where you can find the Teller New Mexico Vodkas. Yep, right across the concourse from us, you can get yourself a mariachi margarita or a grapefruit uh, hibiscus pre-made vodka lemonade directly across from us. So make sure you get down here and get some of that. And uh, you get to meet Chris in person. You guys like, see the blueberry stains. Is like, yeah, come, <laughs> come see the blueberry stains in person. It's getting busy here. Yes, it is. Our camera has already been rubbed up against twice. Yeah, we got so we got to change the barrier. If you are, the if you are watching on, con- oh, here comes the real. Oh, now that's real Iron That's Man the right real here. suit right Here's there. Here's a next level guy there right behind is. us right here. Yeah, you want you want to hold up that. Suit right here. Hold the suit up on here's, the camera right here. Here's the before. Look at that. And then he's gonna. Yo. And he's gonna emerge from this closet as Iron Man. Really excited for that. Thanks a lot, guys. This is better than my, than my mom's basement, right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun here tonight. A lot of great energy at Tope Stadium. It is filling up already. Shoulder to shoulder on the concourse. Hurry up and get down here and get you a Teller Vodka product. Grab a little hot dog and watch some Isotopes baseball. Uh, we'll be back. We'll talk a little sports and sports adjacent content. Chris Lurig of Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodkas going to join us for another one. And then we go on to crosstalk with Forrest Stolting and some of the Isotopes. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. little rejoinder here welcome back to the program duke city the boys are live at the ballpark rio grande credit union field isotopes park aka the lab this place is buzzing cousin yes it is people are already walking around with their oat sodas they got their superhero cosplay outfits on they got their topes jerseys they got their marvel shirts and a lot of smiling faces for those of the lucky ones 
who got a Thanos bobblehead. And then uh, Thor just emerged from right behind us. Hello, hello, good sir. How are you? Thank you for everything that you do for the universe. This, yeah. That's the in-shape Thor, not yeah. the one who got yeah, drunk. Yeah. And, that's yeah, not like the, yeah. big, the big Lebowski Thor. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Having a lot of fun here at the ballpark. Uh, Chris Lurig of Safe House Distillery and Teller Vodka joining us again. So, what do you, Chris, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What do you do to throw some serious grade A shade? Mm. What's your What's your go-to? Is it name-calling? Is it ignoring? Is it belittling? What do you do when you throw shade? I mean, is ghost is that shade? Ghosting? Is that shade? Ghosting I don't is, think that sure. counts as shade. That's like a level of, of shading. <laughs> hey, it is. This, trust me. This program is sports adjacent. Ghosting is shade adjacent. <laughs> yes, it is. I, will, it I is. will accept that answer. Robert, what about you? Oh, I go straight for the jugular. Yeah? I, I go for where it hurts. My shade just darkens the whole room that's what that's the type of shade that i throw see that's that's what i do usually i'm a usually i'm a kill them with kindness kind of guy Mm -hmm. usually like you know those without sin cast the first stone kind of guy but if you're really asking for it oh i'll bring it oh yeah i will bring it i have a phd in it and i was expecting that with the crocs (laughs) (laughs) and you did it that one day Uh, (laughs) you you actually lucked out you had your feet under the table. So I was doing a comedy show, yeah. and uh, I didn't see the Crocs that this man had on until after the fact, and I was shooting myself in the foot. I was waiting for I was the like, shade. Oh, why could I have shade. seen this while I was performing? But why are you talking about shade so much, man? Well, let me tell you why. Because little Russell Wilson... That's he shade can, right there. He can little, throw little Russell Wilson is shade can, right there. Let me there. tell you why I said little. Okay. Because he is throwing a lot of shade for a small tree. Okay. At the Broncos kickoff luncheon, yeah. Russell Wilson said one of the things that appealed to him about Denver was that he didn't have to t- carry the team on his shoulders alone. Ooh. Man. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Shots fired. Okay, the thing about shade is it has to be true, first of all. (laughs) Uh This is not true, Russell Wilson, okay? Because if you think about the only Super Bowl ring he's won, he won it because of the defense and beast mode, okay? Correct. The second time they go to the Super Bowl, you know why they lost? Because he threw an interception, okay? Because he threw an interception. All right? And then... And then on top of that, if that's the case, your team would have been in the playoffs way more after that defense and beast mode left. So I don't want to hear this. I already gave good good talks and great feelings for another quarterback in my division. I'm not doing it for a second one, bro. <laughs> so I'm not doing it. D- DK Metcalf pulls out his iPhone, blocked. Yeah. Tyler, yeah. Tyler Lockett Stop. pulls bruh, out his thank iPhone, you. blocked. Stop it. Dude, that's so much shade. Bruh. Well, he's actually going to have to do the opposite this first season with Denver because his his receivers, a lot of his receivers are hurt or out for the season. So we're going to see just how much he's going to be able to talk after this season. Do you think people, like, immediately reminded him that he single-handedly lost a Super Bowl? It's on film. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) We know the play. They were trying to, when I say they, I mean your coach, Pete Carroll, was trying to make you the MVP of the Super Bowl, put it all on your shoulders, and guess what you do? You lose the game by throwing an interception at the two-yard line. Stop it. 
Russell Wilson. Stop it. Bringing that heat today. I only can the, hate on him on this because he's got a great wife, and I wish I was married to her. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson is like the best dude on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Like visits sick children in yeah. hospitals. And he's a great guy. Doesn't care about media there covering it. He just he donates a lot of money to cause. He has multiple foundations. He's a great guy. Most of the time. I've never heard him no. throw shade in my life. Have you ever heard him talk <laughs> this like this? This is so uncharacteristic. He is spicy, huh? You think maybe this is like when Tom Brady left New England? He turned into Tampa Tom. Yeah. Like started wearing flip-flops and mm. drinking margaritas yeah. and having a good time. Now, Russell Wilson mile high. got to got to Denver, <laughs> and he said, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> Forget Seattle, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, he started wearing his. Look, he's turning into something, bro. He's yeah. talking spicy, wearing his own jersey, driving this gaudy truck that's bigger than everybody. Like, what? What is he turning into? What's going on here? I don't know, man. When when I saw him pull up in his like Decepticon style friggin' yes pickup truck, yeah, that's the biggest truck I've ever seen in my life. Seriously, <laughs> he had the, he had the rappel out of the driver's seat. That's how big it was. Man, I'm sorry for Mrs. Wilson. Where's that how short he is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm starting to get sorry for Mrs. Wilson because uh, don't, don't you ever call her that. There's That's only a Sierra, man. <laughs> don't you ever call her that. There's, a, there's only a few reasons why you get a truck that big and we can't go into the main one no. here today. We're going we're gonna to skip out on that right now. Thanks for joining us today, of Chris. Of course. Yeah. I know, I know as uh, you have the relationship with the isotopes and you make amazing cocktails, you're, you're not the biggest sports dude on earth. You like, you like a nice spectacle. You like to go to the games. You like to, to have a good old time. But I'm sorry I'm not poking you and asking you for your hot takes right oh, now. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I'm too busy distilling all day. Yeah, I can't yeah. even watch too it. Busy. He, he's You're high too off busy. of blueberry juice right <laughs> what, now. What did, what did you say? How many blueberries did you smash today? Uh, we, well, this week we did like 3,600 pounds. <laughs> How do you keep That's up insane. with that? How do you look? I'm done after the first pint. Like, how do you keep up with that many? Like, that's how. Do you have a day where you're like, this is what we're allocated to do? Do you know how many you're going to do before the day starts? Uh, yeah, we have really? it planned out like weeks in advance. Man, because to buy that many blueberries, we God need a lead man. time. So, friends of the show, loyal listeners out there, have faith. Your Teller Blueberry Lavender Lemonade Cocktails. It'll be back next week. Our hand smushed by Chris Lurig sitting right next to me. <laughs> real ingredients for I, a real delicious cocktail. I tell you what, I hope most people are listening on the radio because the people on TV are like, I am not buying that. If that's the guy who's smashing it. <laughs> Dang, you what say is, I got a face for radio? Okay, what is a... Uh, what I, had those, I, had, I had to get you back for the Crocs, man. I had to get you back. What's, what, what, what is the method for smashing and juicing the blueberries? Uh, actually, a winery here in town gave us their old wine press. So kind of, they're basically the same as wine grapes. So we basically use wine equipment to do the same process on them. Sweet. Dang. And if you wanted to, like you could set some to the side and make some like blueberry wine. Oh, yeah. So we like can do anything. Manischewitz We made a pie wine. with them. You made a pie? <laughs> yeah. Look at Look at yeah. Van putting in a special order on the low. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what he's, like, he ain't slick. Like, I know what he's me. doing. Like, new, <laughs> he ain't slick. New ways to drink. I'm writing this down. Van had that question in the tuck. He's like, I can't wait to ask this one. <laughs>
Isotopes Park is rocking tonight, having a lot of fun on Marvel Superhero Night. You could see all these costumes, all these outfits, so much fun everywhere, a lot of smiles. The bobbleheads are going fast. They're I probably gone. One bro. last yeah, no, they might be gone. one last box is making its way to the third baseline. I see that too. Looks like the first baseline is either out They're or done. close to being out. They're done. They're, because I that, think I see one more box down there too. Well, they, they were, they were, were like walking in now with no bobbleheads. So yeah, yeah. Whenever, not, not everyone you know. has to grab one if they want one. But you got to think a, a Thanos Marvel bobblehead. That's the jam. Everybody yeah. wants one of those. Hey, when we get back, a little crosstalk, talking isotopes with Mr. Everything here for the isotopes, Forrest Stolting, who'll be calling the game tonight. Whoa. How about that? Hey, that is a man of many talents. They're giving old Josh Sushan a day off. He might be a little bit under the weather. So congratulations to the guys tonight. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM. AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, talking to some friends of the show. Everybody wants free stuff, yeah, Robert. We're getting attacked. Everybody wants free stuff. Where's the free I'm surprised made this one after another down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, they five, know, six, seven, eight in a row. Forrest, they know we usually give away things, and we don't have anything because we Not always today. get it taken from us, uh, which is a good thing. Which of is course. A good thing. Yeah, we can't even set these delicious Teller Vodka watermelon walk-offs on the edge of the table. Well, I can put, <laughs> People just walk by and I, take them. I, I, I can put my, my empty can right there and just sit back and laugh. Watch. Yeah, watch. <laughs> no, just I'll leave just, it there. Just leave it right there. Somebody will grab it. How about, how about that koozie on the outside of the can? Can I have oh, the koozie? Yeah, yeah, they That's a nice it. koozie, I'll say yeah, that. Very Strong nice. work. I'm, yeah, you just, uh, fact, you just fact. met Chris Lurig, uh, I'm the owner-operator. Yeah, I mean, you guys yeah. had to do this collaboration and oh, working yeah. together for a while. Tomorrow night at the lab, come check it out on the concourse, right in front of where Marge is sitting down and sipping on her Pepsi. Yep. Safe House Distilling will be doing a tasting right here tomorrow on the uh, concourse right behind home plate. If you can't hear the buzz in the background, it is oh, quite man. palpable here because the energy is on fire here on Friday at the lab. Joining us again, Mr. Everything here at the Isotopes, Forrest Stolting. You're taking on a new job tonight. Yeah. I'm You're going to be calling the game. Yeah, Joe's going to do play-by-play, my uh, my associate, and then I'm going to do the color. Oh, So it's going to be a lot of fun. For sure, I haven't called a, a live game probably since 2016 or 2017, and that was soccer, the last game oh, I, I called. So um, this is a sport I'm much more familiar with than soccer, so I'm feeling a little more confident. So <laughs> how does it feel to, to fill these big shoes of Josh? Oh, man, it's, it's impossible to fill right. Josh's shoes. It's just... Keeping the seat warm until he's back uh, the next couple of days. So Everybody deserves a day off, right? Exactly. Even Josh Sushan. He's yeah. a hard worker. He's a hard working guy out here. You Josh know? Sushan is like the guy that you have to force to take a day off. Exactly. For real. Seriously. You're like, Josh, yeah. if you don't take a day off, you're going to lose. Yeah, it's been four on, months, Josh. These vacation days. <laughs> yes. Take a day off. Take a breather. Put your foot up. Get a massage. Go to the spa. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not tucked off in here somewhere, bro. Oh, he, loves, he loves some it, isotopes, as he should. And that Josh, guy, man, he it just it just runs to his veins. Josh is probably just, here. like, sitting at home with his feet up on his recliner, maybe like a little massager up against his back. <laughs> and he still will be calling the game. Yes, I uh, know. He will be, be watching on television. 3-2 uh, pitch. That's strike three. <laughs> and he'll be, he'll, he's going to be listening to Forrest tonight, and he's like, that's not what I would have said. <laughs> 
No, not, <laughs> what, I, not what I would do. <laughs> oh, man. So here I am searching through all my text messages and emails here. Uh-oh. Nothing from the Isotopes organization for me to cover, Josh Sujan. You yeah, know, it's a last-minute like thing, super, you know? Like a super talented, famous guy to do all this? I mean, we couldn't get... Somebody uh, else's stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, he couldn't, he couldn't, even, he couldn't even be nice and say, hey, you do the pregame. Yeah, you know, there you go. We, we want to save your voice. It's like, no. We oh, there get, you go. We got to get somebody better. That's what he, <laughs> he's like, Van, Van, no. just, Van, just be happy that we let you in the building. Oblivious, oblivious children are uh, knocking down our television feed right now. It's pretty amazing they did I that. Think that's, I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of blockage. I did everything I could to block this, and people still walk by. We almost made so it. So if you're watching, yeah, we had two bumps and almost finally one it. knockover. If you're watching on Comcast 26 and you're wondering what happened, your worst nephew just knocked over <laughs> the iPad. Didn't even try to fix it. it up. He kept rolling. He just too. kept going. Yeah, the guy behind him did. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In the words of Rick James... Oh, man. I'm going to let you say it because I thought the wrong one. F your couch. Like, yeah. F your couch is what that little kid told us just now. Oh, man. Some more fans of the show coming by. I was awesome. going to say, I was gonna say awesome cocaine is love. a hell of a drug. Okay, bro. well, that one, too. <laughs> Hopefully he's too young to have access to that. Yeah, exactly. So who's on the bump tonight for we us? We got Carl Kaufman, who actually made his uh, debut against the Round Rock Express uh, about a month and a half ago, two months ago, down in Round Rock. Had a really phenomenal game. So Five innings, two runs, but both were unearned. So hopefully he can find some of that magic he had down around Rock again tonight. What's what's his pitch arsenal? What does he lean on to get ground balls, to get strikeouts? He, what, a, what should we expect? I'm almost positive he's a big fastball, curveball guy. Uh, we'll throw to Kazel change up. Um, but he, he likes to have those curveballs away to righties especially. What do you, what do you think's the over-under? On people dressed up, because oh, I think man. it's I think it's about two hundred ish already. I'm pretty sure it's about two hundred people I've seen dressed up. Oh, what do you consider it's, dressed up? Like I cosplay. Oh, okay, got dressed okay. like a superhero. There we go. I mean, it's got to be in the hundreds for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's honestly it shocks me how many people are dressed up. I didn't think it'd be that popular to dress up, but I mean, obviously. I'm not ingrained in that culture enough because people are going all out for this, which is fantastic to see. I mean, that line out there was, whew. It was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> it was impressive. I knew it would be a lot because I've been to the movie theaters on the premiere nights, and this oh, yeah. is basically that on steroids. Really. Yeah, you really. were right. Yep. Wow, so the more popular for a bobblehead than the movie. I love exactly. to hear that. Yeah. It, seriously, it really is. Look, look, we got a little we got little oh, yeah. Captain America oh, little right Cap- here. Look at little look. Captain America. Yep. We got Spider-Girl oh, next Oh, little Spider-Girl. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Man. Oh, man, great cosplays and adorable little kids dressed up. This is so cool, man. I cannot handle it. The cuteness is overwhelming. Having a lot of fun here. I'm sure you could hear... Over the microphone, all these people having fun here at the lab. Going to be a great night. The weather has subsided, as predicted. Amateur Tarps media, off the field. Amateur meteorologist <laughs> Van Nunley no, man, got gotta, it right again. we got to take amateur off of this, man. Yeah. You've been right yeah. too many times, man. Okay. You're all just right. a meteorologist, okay? Okay, scratches out amateur. Yeah, and just don't become a politician. Just don't yeah, do that. No. Oh, no, no, yeah. Stay, stay in the, the gotta, realm of meteorology. we got to get him a certificate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I got Photoshop and a printer. <laughs> 
I could, I could be a meteorologist, too. <laughs> that is fantastic. I got to ask you, Forrest, what are you yep. looking forward to most tonight calling the game? Oh, man. Honestly, just so back in the day, I, I wrote for Baseball Prospectus for two years as a prospect scout. Okay. So I kind of got to learn the game through a scout's lens. And so it's going to be a lot of fun for me to kind of bring out some of that training again and call the game through a scout's eyes and, and try to discern and relate to the fans listening that, oh, hey, this happened because of X, Y, or Z, or look for this coming next on this pitch or this. Just try to give some insight to the fans on both uh, reaction and some predictive stuff as well. Speaking of predictive stuff, um, had a fun talk with Chris Bonk earlier. I know. Yeah. He's a fantastic man, right? Yeah, man, he's awesome. Super smart. Awesome. Uh, what is it like having that kind of resource here at the Isotopes where, like, the coaches can go talk to this oh, guy yeah. at any time. He could whip out the computer or the iPad and say, well, here, this is what we see at the analytics end. Absolutely. So whenever I go into the clubhouse, no matter what time of day it is, there's always one or two players in his office looking at some video with them, checking um, the, 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 ch- the charts for certain pitch locations and pitch sequencing like that and how much break is on a pitch. Um, but really, it's next-level stuff to have someone like that at your disposal. I mean, every team's going to have a video guy, but no one's going to have a video guy that has that kind of experience that Chris has on the field and off the field. I mean, because he just he's able to blend kind of the old school and the new school, new school together and have a very nice um, mix of that. I want to continue with this, though, Forrest. I, I didn't get to ask Chris because we didn't have him for too long. Is there a relationship between him and the opposing team as well that it's in the same position? <laughs> do they do they yep. share? Are they able to go and say, hey, I want to see this. Can I see that? Is that something that they do quite yep. often? So usually at every home, every game, home or road, both teams will have cameras behind home plate on the third and first base sides and up on the press level or the highest level on the con- on the uh, the stadium. And so they'll each have video from every single game, from every single angle. You'll be looking at pitchers from the front side, the back side. Uh, so, and also there's some in center field as well. Um, so they're just getting every single angle possible to, to dissect um, mechanics, which is obviously right. super important to maximize uh, your strengths as a baseball player. But every, every team in all minor league baseball has a Chris Bonk. That's awesome. But Chris Bonk is the man. He's the man. Top tier. We're about to go right back with Forrest Stolting and Joe Traub upstairs as they do the pregame show. Had a great show from the park today. A lot of fun. Thanks for special guests. Chris Bonk, relief pitcher, closer for the Isotopes, Chad Smith. Pitcher Zach Neal having a lot of fun with it today. You've been listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.